This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 693, Enter the Maw. Today's sponsor is Audible. Give a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to dorbs, rise to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Content warning. This episode contains discussions of sexual abuse and may be disturbing for some listeners. If you wish to avoid this discussion, please skip the portion of the show between the 34-minute 4-second timestamp and the 60-minute 6-second timestamp. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft cast. I'm your host, Medros. And, and we have the voice of our intro with us today. Hey, frats. Hey, it, it's weird. I sound even different. I'm on a different mic than even when I recorded that. It's always weird to be like, oh, wow, I don't sound like that anymore. <laughs> Feel free to re-record that anytime. Okay. Uh, up to you. Uh, uh, don't don't encourage me. <laughs> of course, we still need to have the reference to Toasty being a meat shield. Okay, okay. Wait, what? Absolutely. I I vehemently disagree with that need. No, I just need I just need a disclaimer though. I will probably I I, I will try to remember, but I got a short memory, so see, I, I had to put a gnome joke in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I expect nothing less, Frasley. <laughs> and of course, we also have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. I'm tired. Tonks woke me up at like five this morning and I went to bed at three. It was not ideal, but she really needed to let me know that there was a rabbit outside. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, geez. You need to know these things, Toasty. Yeah, I guess. Uh, And we have Allie. How are you doing there, Allie? Hi. We didn't expect you this week. How you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm a lot of things, but I'm here. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, like I I tried to show up to the show last week, and last week was going to be my last week for moving, and our lender messed up our loan like in the eleventh hour, and it pushed back our closing, and I found out right before recording the show. So when I showed up to the Discord, I was a hot mess. <laughs> And I would have been a horrible podcaster, so Medros and Toasty were kind enough to 
give me the night off so I can go finish breaking down and pick myself back up. <laughs> yes, but I, I sent you, I sent you home, home for home for work. It's basically it's that's basically. But we're we're at the finish line again. This time we've gotten further, and we're closing tomorrow afternoon. And I got to see the house again today, which was refreshing considering how much of a pain in the bleep it has been to get to this point. And I'm, I'm doing better than last week. I'm still a little nervous, a little on edge. We keep expecting them to mess up again because they have so many times. But we're so close. It's going to happen. I would suggest at renewal time, look at another lender. We're going to. <laughs> We're Good probably going to go with our bank who, when we actually had to go to them to try to figure out this documentation the lender was asking for, the mortgage consultant we talked to said, yeah, that's uh, not right and very stupid of them to be asking for that, which is what we thought too. So yeah, we're probably going to go with them down the road when we refinance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost betting that J.G. Wentworth, 877 Cash Now, would do a better job than that lender. It's entirely possible. Like, it's not their fault that the first guy who had our loan got COVID. Like, I, I get that. I don't blame him. I hope he's doing better because he was a nice guy. But yeah, passing our loan off to someone who was on vacation and would be on vacation for a few weeks, um, that doesn't work. No. <laughs> no, that's stupid. <laughs> yes. But all that to say, I am here. I will be gone next week because next week will actually be, you know, unpacking and probably not have internet, unfortunately, because our lender messed up everything when they messed up our closing date. But, uh, you know, we'll have our house and that's what matters. And we we got to do something really fun on the weekend that people will hear next week. So they we will see sure you next did. week. So I will still be here in spirit and you'll still hear my weird giggles and gleefulness about things and hear me trying to not fangirl over certain things and and they will sadly not hear the best part of of what happened on saturday (laughs) uh though i I realized as i was getting ready for the show today that like i had a, a recording going for like two days um and it wasn't the recording of the interview that we did oh no so i may have recorded the stuff after i'm not sure Oh, after, okay. That as might be as, kind of fun. As long as it's the after <laughs> and not before. <laughs> oh, I totally recorded the before stuff. I totally have that recording. Oh. And that'll be part of the Toasty's leaving the show. Let's hear some stuff from when he wasn't <laughs> actually on the mic. Toasty bloopers, yay! Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh yes, my friend, oh yes. Don't worry, everything you talked about is fully legal. Now, I mean, yeah, yes. but still. <laughs> well, I mean, what you do is you, 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 you take everything else, put it on on Patreon. Ooh, that that that's a good idea, right a, there. A, Patre- <laughs> a Patreon exclusive of of Toasty. Uh, well, oh man, I, <laughs> uh, tease it up for a month ahead of time. We'll get so many patrons for that month. <laughs> oh no! Oh yes. Well, <laughs> oh no, uh, man, I have so many, so many things I'd put into a reel for you, my friend. There's so many things, and I'd have so much fun with it. Well, you got I, the... I believe I, I believe I know, I already know the title of that as well. Do you, do you know what the title of that would be? Uh, I, 
I I don't know. Midras gets revenge. Part one. <laughs> part one. Uh, and how then many, there will be an much... Ali version. Part two. Okay. I think Ali's got to be around for longer than that to actually make that happen. I don't really have a fan death one because he's never really said anything that's in like you know going to get him in trouble on the show. Um, so I'm gonna have to make some stuff up for him. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, r- r- right now, uh, Toast, you're thinking out there. Is he, did you want to do vape or glares? <laughs> like... Oh, there's so Anyways, many things. There are a lot of things. Yes, there there are a lot of things. Uh. There, there will be several times where there is you swearing at Overwatch. I mean, yeah, that's just a given. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, just never leave the show. You'll never have to worry about it. Okay. Did you just blackmail him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was simply seeing him. Right. Quote, unquote, Advising, yeah, it's, you know that you, sounds like something that a blackmailing. It's just him giving advice that will result in me not leaving for fear of repercussions. I got an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> yes, he'd refuse it all he wants. Wait, <laughs> can goblins be paladins? <laughs> I don't think so. I hope not. That'd be really weird. Greedy what? paladins? No. What 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 god what god would they be serving? Money. I will heal you if you got the gold. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be their god. Yeah. So they, they revere the treasure elemental from Dizzy Valor. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, that's a pretty cool boss. Let's be honest. Yeah. I only ever got to LFR that boss, so. Anyways, uh, we along. Uh. Toasty, how was your weekend while this week? Uh, my week was pretty uneventful, honestly. Like, um, Wednesday and Thursday, my normal uh, WoW nights, I was very sick. Which was it's less than that, ideal. <laughs> uh, yeah, turns out when um, when when you've got a r- wicked bad migraine, um, sitting in front of a computer monitor, not the best idea. Yeah. Especially... Yes. Like, and it went and that went for two days. That was not great. <clears throat> um, I did manage to get some WoW in over the weekend. Uh, I, I I hopped into the alpha and did uh, the Mists of Turn of Scythe dungeon. Well, I tried to. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> okay, so um, word of advice for the first boss. Do not go in with a comp made up of three warriors, a demon hunter, and a priest. <laughs> yeah. That priest will not breathe for the entire fight. Yeah. The the melee me, me, uh, the melee heavy comp is not ideal on that fight. Uh, and and the second boss, um, what was it, Mistcaller? First of all, getting to Mistcaller is a pain. Because of the whole maze thing, which like, whatever, it's not, it's not great, but like it's not terrible either. Um, I can see that being a huge problem in Mythic Plus because you know there's the whole timed element, and if you screw up on the maze, you kind of just start over again. Uh, the boss itself was a nightmare. 
and through some discussion and whatnot, we we decided that it may have been bugged. <laughs> Just a wee bit. <laughs> so I'm assuming the the healer in this or the, the priest in this was Ali, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so the premise of this fight is um you're you're going against this little fairy dragon thing and at one point there's this um there's this ability called guessing game and so she'll split into four copies of herself and have symbols appear above her head. You have to look at all these symbols and determine which one is the most different out of all four that are showing, and that's the one you want to attack. Now, I know what you're saying. Like Outside of figuring out which one's the most different, it's a pretty straightforward thing. What makes it less straightforward is when the copies don't reliably show up, and when and when the copies do show up, not, they won't always have the symbols above their head. At first, we were operating under the assumption that this was intentional. And we started to realize that it may have been a bug when, during this during this mechanic, Brightcaller just sort of respawned while we were dealing with the copies and respawned at full health. But the, com- but the copies killed me. <laughs> but, but the copies stayed there. <sighs> so, yeah, it's a little bit bugged, which you know. Expected alpha is alpha. I just wish we didn't uh, spend as long as we did on it, try, like to eventually figure out that it was a bug. Yeah, alpha is fun. In theory. Um, outside of that, I started in. I, I started into Artemiel a bit. I started into Maldraxxus a bit. Um, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing of both those zones so far. Unfortunately, I had a bad case of video game ADD where I was swapping around more than I was actually playing. So, you know, didn't get very far in them. But hey, that's... I played around customizations a lot again, too. Which is so much fun. Especially now that they're... I think I saw on the alpha recap from Wellhead that there's something like 460 different customizations added in. (laughs) There's a lot. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I'm actually seriously considering race changing to Worgen. Which I didn't think I would because I, I hate the way... I hate the lack of boots for Worgen. But some of those race customizations look so good. I highly support this choice. Just saying. Well, yeah, you would. <laughs> you may be a little biased on this alley. Just a bit. I mean, like never. I mean, <laughs> just a little bit. Maybe the Pandaren ones have me, have me, have me uh, excited too. Though there's some good Pandaren customizations. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was my week in WoW. Mostly Alpha, actually all Alpha. Uh, how about how about you there, Allie? Well, I did like hardly any raiding, which is the last couple weeks, which has been weird, but. I kind of told all my raid groups that while I'm moving, yeah, I'm not going to be able to really raid and things are really weird right now. And thankfully they all understood. But um, yeah, that was weird to not be raiding. But I did a lot of mount runs. I didn't get a single one, but that's okay. I still had fun. And like Toasty, I did a lot of alpha. I got to go see a little bit of Maldraxxus. 
So far, I'm really liking the storyline there. And I got to do not much, but a little bit of Art and Wield. I would have done more if I wasn't so busy taking a million screenshots. <laughs> so I was going with a friend and at one point it was like over a cliff and it was just, the view was just amazing. And I was like, Hey, Hey, come, come look over here. Look how amazing this is. And then I promptly um, went off the side of the cliff falling to my Ooh. death. I took screenshots on my way down though. And if you're in chat, there's one of them right there. <laughs> That's not even the party. That's not even like the pretty part of the view. <laughs> I mean, I I have to say, like like when I'm in alpha, I'm testing out death, making sure that it works because yes, we've never had death in the Deathlands. That's totally what I was doing. I meant to go over this cliff, and I meant to fall to my death, taking screenshots, and um, yeah, totally well, meant to. I mean, at least you showed us what it's like. <laughs> I guess. Here's how it looks when you dive over a cliff. Um, if I had gone to like the left a little bit, you would have actually seen what I was, you know, ooing and eyeing over. <laughs> but either way, it's a little a lot of fun. Uh, like Tosi said, I did the Mistyrna Scythe dungeon, which even though these mechanics are buggy right now, and the dungeon itself is still overtuned, I really like it. I like the uniqueness of it. It's gorgeous, so I can't wait till they get that tuning fixed a little bit and bugs squished a little bit and i also before that got to do day other side and i really like day other side oh uh, yeah i it, watched a video of that that oh, so good. it's it's so, like it looks awesome and the different zones you see within this one dungeon it's really cool i liked it a lot plus it's just really fun to say the other side. <laughs> I've got the friends on the other side. I I I, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's good times. Um, gosh, I am just I am so excited for Shylands. It's oh, it's gonna be so good. So so good. what what you're saying is you look forward to that dungeon being done, so you can look up and, and admire the art without worrying about dying and and bad mechanics. Well, thankfully, I was running with people who know I like to look up. And so before they would pull a boss, they would like stop and let me ooh and ah and take a couple screenshots and then we would pull the boss. So that helped. Um, How dare people not let you take screenshots and, and ooh and ah? Jeez. Well, when I'm running with friends, they're really good about that. When I'm running with randos, they don't care. That's why I must continue to teach my lesson of looking up. Yeah. And did you run into... I can't call them my friend because I don't think anybody likes this one gnome, but have you run into the gnome that I've heard is in the other side? I have. I have. <laughs> is it the house Manastorm? I'm just curious. It, like, that's all yeah, the gnome I know of. I didn't even know it's, he died canonically. I, I didn't either. I, I, I don't know why he's there. I'm trying to find out. Just because he's in the challenge doesn't mean he's dead, my friends. Oh, good point. I, good point. I guess, Millie yeah. was there as well. So, yeah, it was really good. I'm very excited. And, yeah, there may have in Mistress Turnus, I have been one moment where people almost died because I was taking a screenshot. But I quickly got everyone up thanks to Divine Him. So <laughs> it was all okay. You know, one, one of these days, your addictions to screenshots are going to get everybody killed. It might. It'll in either, which case, I will apologize profusely. It'll either kill the party she's running with or her hard drive. Who's to say which will die first? <laughs> Well, thankfully, I got a good space still, so... Well, for now. <laughs> party, At the rate you take screenshots, now. that may not be the case for long. 
Like, I do have this dedicated external hard drive for my show <laughs> that it, I think it's one terabyte. So, I mean, I might just have to move some of these screenshots over to there. One terabyte <laughs> with 700 gigs of screenshots. <laughs> I have run with you a few times, like, not in the alpha, but like, I've run with you a few times. But right now, it sounds like I'm picturing you like those those families who take a photographer with them. And like, okay, we're getting this ride. Okay, everybody... In front of the Space Mountain, we need to all <laughs> be here. Okay, now we can go in. It's been like five hours while we get the perfect light for Space Mountain, <laughs> and you're good. It's like, wait, no, I have to get it from this angle. No, I have to get exactly. it from this angle. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm locked by. So speaking of disk space here. Okay. So I've been podcasting for many, many, many years. Disk space used for all of that 159 gigabytes of space. I've been doing YouTube videos for like a few months. I've done 25 videos. 551 gigabytes used. That's right. Yep. Well, you also use MP3, I think, for podcasts, right? Yes, because everything, okay. everything else is stupid. I better make sure that I convert this. Please do. We've had that issue before, Frasley, where you have <laughs> uploaded WAV files and it has killed Dropbox. I am going to make sure that I... Record this. Oh, well, it's recording anyway, but I'll I'll down I'll downsample to MP3. <laughs> I can't stop recording. Much appreciated, my friend. Much appreciated. Uh, but a video takes a lot of space. Yep, it does. And are you, and it, it's it's always incredible. I, I and, and I think it takes longer to render the video because it has to do both the video and the on the audio. Yep. Uh, video. Let's see here. When the last video to it was a. 12 minute video and it took 29 minutes to export uh 27 minute video took about an hour and 40 minutes sounds about right yep that tracks yeah and then uploading is fun especially when you have somebody in the household who wants to watch youtube videos a lot <laughs> all the time yeah that's less than ideal yeah a little I, bit i will say youtube's in, improved their uploader it is actually pretty nice now as the guy who I does agree. the uploading for for ABL, yeah, like the the uploader is fantastic compared to what it used to be. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I think we've hit Toasty and Allie's week, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You didn't hit. I heard a no there. Thought I heard a no. No, you heard it. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, so, frankly, <laughs> how how have you been in in Wildies lately? You know, it's I've been months since you've been on. Uh, so, so pretty late, lately, I've just been uh, going like mount runs. I'm still trying to get like invincible. Invincible always keeps to elude me. Yeah. Somehow, I got two mounts recently. This is this is not a globe, but hey, you open up to months, and and uh, I got the Anixia Drake and the Infinite Time Reaver. Ah, I'm so infinite. Oh, I'm so jealous. I want the Infinite Time Reaver so bad. I was shocked when it dropped. I was like, wait, is is this a mount? And and I admit, I was so clueless. I had no idea what the mount was. I did not know that there was a mount that dropped in Tom Hawking. I was like, it, it, it looks gorgeous. But I'm just like, oh. Like, outside I, of the warrior class mount from Legion, that is my favorite model for dragon mounts. I just like the color of it. It's fantastic. It It's a really... Timeless uh, uh, model, <laughs> and 
the other thing that I that I got because I've been working on it for a couple of years is finally I am a lore master. So I, I don't worry. I won't start another podcast about things because go for it. I don't have time to do. I don't have enough time. Well, congratulations on lore master. That's that's a big deal. That's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, Felt good to have it done, and like some of those, some of those quest lines were pretty long, and like I was not here during some of the main expansion, so I, so it was not something that I finished. I, but yeah, it felt really cool. And it's, it's, it, I was over in Dalaran, and somebody walked up to me because they were in the tavern, and they were like, and and they opened up trade, and they're like, "Where's my quest?" I'm like, "What? You, you've got a question mark?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, go over there and look for. There's a snipe over there. If you can find the snipe." So they've been looking around for the longest time, and they've never they haven't returned. Well, rip! You just sent somebody on a quest they're not going to complete, Frez. It's, it's going to be in their know, quest log forever. I don't want to pay them gold. I've already spent a lot of gold <laughs> myself. <laughs> I finally got Poseidon because I bought it on the auction house. <laughs> I saw a really great meme that basically suggests that the reason Sylvanas destroyed the Humble Domination is she. would been t- she was too, so frustrated not getting invincible for so many t- runs that she just was done. I can believe it, and like that, because that's how I feel. It's like every time, I'm like, okay, oh, you're not gonna drop, and it's like I have to say, invincible a perfect time if you're streaming. That's the, that's a great time to go get water to go use the restroom. It's like almost three minutes RP. Oh yeah, so much RP. So it's, that's one of the things that's stopping me from from rotating through that farm with a bunch of characters like oh but i'm i'm gonna be sitting here for like probably about a half hour total just going through the rp when it's gonna take me like 30 seconds to kill him if that yeah and i at least know how to get the ict pretty good now though there was one time i I ran the warcraft cares where you time yourself and then donate however long it took that run Something happened that I kept taking the longest time. I donated over fifty dollars to Warcraft Care. It was to, to a great cause, but it was just one of those like this run, everything that could go wrong, and like me going the wrong way and stuff. It happened on this run. Of course, <laughs> that's how it works. Well, of all the runs, that's the run for it to happen. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's really what I've been up to. I mean, I've been doing sm- small things here and there, and other than that, just. Been having a good time in and uh, and wow and definitely except for the Shadowlands. Like, I've got a friend who's over the moon about all of the the new stuff that, that that's going to be there. Like the the customization, like like the Blood Elves, the Void Elves, and I I, I have to say, there's some amazing gnome stuff coming. You like but gnomes? Have, what? Oh, I, I might like gnomes a little <laughs> bit, and I I know it's just it's just waiting for 9.0, the Rise of Nomergon, because that's as I've been saying, Nurmagan is not a dungeon. It's just a city that hasn't been re- reclaimed yet. But at this point, I'm going to give it over to Madros to reclaim this. <laughs> How many patches are you wanting for that, that, that patch title? Many, many times. I think it was like 7.3 or 7.4 that I did it. I mean, I was right on the Mechanomes. You remember, well... Like how excited I was when the mechanisms were announced. Like, <clears throat> like I think didn't you, didn't many people on Discord take off their their headsets when I was just <laughs> hey Frasley? Yes, <clears throat> I'm sorry to to advise you of this, and and it really it does pain me to say this. Um, it doesn't count if you just keep saying it over and over, uh, because I believe there's a saying that that qualifies here. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. 
Hey, I'll be a broken clock. I'll be a broken clock. Hmm. Well, uh, thanks for th- thanks for your thoughts on that broken clock. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, it is, it's it's twelve a.m. I'm flashing right now. <laughs> all right then. It's a it's a really long twelve a.m. Then gotcha. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, my weekend, well, I'm very glad to say it was not 30 days before I got back to my mule. It was only two weeks. However, it did cost me another 117,000 gold to renew my subscription uh, to get there, because I, I apparently uh, hadn't renewed yet, so. Uh, but I, I still have, like, 300,000 gold. So that, that's something. Yeah. More than I have. Um, I I definitely need more though because that that's not gonna be that's not that's not gonna last. Just say that. Just level up an an herbalist and a miner in Shadowlands first, and sell yeah. that off. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, so didn't do a whole lot. Did check my mule. Uh, made twenty or thirty thousand gold off of what was that was there. Uh, Listen, much more stuff. Uh, definitely felt like the um, the pain I was feeling previously for auction houses uh, was a lot less painful this time. Uh, I don't know if they like totally took away the throttling, but I did about eighty postings, and I don't recall noticing any lag. So, uh, other than that, uh, not really a lot going on. Uh, I did go into Shadowlands, did a more a bit more in Bastion. Um, think I might try another character doing a different zone next, uh, just to try and get a, di- a different flavor for the expansion. I, I I think I have a pretty good idea what Bastion's gonna be like, um, though I'm sure story-wise, stuff I'm gonna already know about. So, uh, I do want to keep myself unspoiled for the the majority of that content for sure release. <laughs> You know, I want something to be surprising, you know? And there's going to be some surprising bits. Oh, I'm sure there will. I look forward to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, just, uh, um, a lot of, a lot of houses. I had, had guests last week in the house, so we didn't, so I didn't get a lot of, uh, PC time, uh, last week preparing for them and then hosting them for a couple of days. So, yeah, uh, who would have thunk? Family and friends gets in the way of gaming sometimes. But it's fine. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, so uh, let's talk about our first sponsor. Our new sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by now, you've definitely seen their products. They make cl- collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from most of the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Marvel. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week is one that was really, really just a throwback to my childhood. And I, I saw this on, it was on Twitter uh, a few days ago, and I verified this is on the Funko shop. I don't know, I, I believe it's still there even because I went there and it looked like you could actually still order it. Because uh, I know there's ones I've done in the past which was like a, a short terms thing or they're exclusive to another shop, um, but this one is there. And um, I, I just had to. I could not resist <laughs> doing He-Man. I that looks nice. love this Funko Pop. That looks incredible. Yeah, that's great. Um, like 
total flashback to when I was a kid. Uh, and I mean, not posable, not, not a, an action figure, but, uh, it, it, it's pretty gust, I think. Uh, He-Man was a huge part of my childhood. And, uh, if I didn't already have my birthday pick of a Funko Pop chosen, uh, I would very seriously consider this one. But, uh, but the child is definitely the, the one I'm choosing. Because have to. Uh, but yeah, so that is our Funko Pop of the Week. Uh, He-Man. If you want to check out this Funko and many others, go to bit.ly slash Funko ATA. Check out their online shop and use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA. And use Shop 10 to save 10%. We want to thank Funko for their support of the show. Alright, so what is coming this week in the WoWs? So this weekend, well, we've got the Arena Skirmish event going from June 30th to July 6th. And of course, courtesy of that five weeks of time walking we talked about last week, we've got Wrath of the Lich King time walking going on this week from June 30th to July 6th. And, oh wait, I forgot to check something. I'm pretty sure we'll have Dark Moon Fair next week. <laughs> so, I told myself I'd remind myself to do it, and this is me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, July 5th is when it'll start? That sounds right? Oh, I gotta check now. Frantic. Okay. I think it starts July 4th. I think it starts on a Saturday? That's right. Sunday to Sunday. <clears throat> Maybe. It could be Sunday to Sunday. Next weekend, Maybe. we've got, we've got, um... <laughs> We've got Dark Moon Fair, so go go do that. Stack some more experience buffs and level up your characters faster. Absolutely. And that's it. That's what we've got coming up. Alright, so we're going to move into the news and there's a lot this week. <laughs> so we are going to start with the probably most important one to touch on first and that is some things that have come out in the not just warcraft community but gaming communities in general not every listener is on social media so uh some might not be aware of this but it's important to talk about so we're going to basically there have been a lot of allegations of sexual assault and abuse and harassment that have come out in the last week or two. And it's it's been pretty overwhelming. These are shocking, heartbreaking stories that have been coming out, ones that took a lot of bravery to share. And especially when they're this shocking, you know, it's, it's tempting to want evidence and proof. And sometimes that's possible to get and sometimes it's not. We've all heard the stories of horrible people falsely accusing someone in order to drag someone's name to the mud. I'm not going to sit here and say that doesn't happen. It does occasionally. But more often than not, the stories are true. The stories that have come out in the last week or so, these horrible situations of things that women and even men deal with aren't just now happening. They but they happen all the time, everywhere, in every community. I have my own story. It's it, it pales in comparison to some of the 
heartbreaking, horrible stories that have come out. But for mine, just as an example, I, back in Burning Crusade, when I was still fairly new to the game, I had a guild leader at the time and, you know, we were flirting a little bit. I was single, you know, we were all having a great time. And he started doing it more through whispers and more privately and it started to ramp up the flirting. And, and at first I was okay with it. But then it took a turn and it became more demanding my time, demanding um, certain pictures of me, um, not wearing anything. It also started demanding uh, conversations of a more sexual nature, for lack of a nicer way to put it. And I told him no to all these things. I was very uncomfortable. And he kept pressuring me and pressuring me and making me feel horrible about it. I was already going through some depression and one of the lowest times of my life. And he started blaming his own depression and issues on me, not doing these things he wants me to do. And the pressure got worse and worse. And I felt even worse about myself. And it just started ramping up so much that I was kind of done. I was done with the game. I was done, just kind of done. And a couple of guildies noticed I wasn't quite myself and I wasn't as chatty and I wasn't participating in guild events much. And so they actually reached out to me and asked me what was up. And I told them that I was going to quit the game. And they wanted to know why. And so I told them. I was terrified to tell them. I didn't want to lose those friends I had made. I didn't want to... I mean, these group of guys I had joined were guys who had been playing games for 10 years before Warcraft. They went into Warcraft together. And so to sit here and tell them what their friend had been doing to me and the pressure he was putting on me and how uncomfortable he was making me, I... I was terrified of the repercussions, but they believed me. They listened to me and they believed me and didn't do anything about it at first, <laughs> but they believed me and just like, like, just ignore him. He's a jerk. Just come hang out with us and started hanging out. Hang I started hanging out more with them and the guild leader noticed that and he got very angry and he tried to convince them that I lied. I had the screenshots to prove it. He went off the deep end and broke up the guild and took the guild bank and threw away five, six, seven friendships that he had for over seven years. And I did not want to wake up the next day. I, I felt terrible. I felt like I had just broken up all these friendships. It was my fault. And... Sorry, I'm going to try not to get emotional here. I was very fortunate that they they were on my side and they listened and they believed me and we stuck together. They were like, screw him, whatever. Like, we're done with him. We formed, we reformed the guild. Most of them these days have quit the game, but they still come back you know, from time to time. But one of them's still around. And I'm actually the leader of that guild these days. And if they hadn't believed me, if they hadn't listened to me, I I don't know what would have happened. Um, and it's funny. So back in Legion, not funny, funny is not the word here. Back in Legion, this guy actually reached out to that one that I said still plays. His name is Jag. 
reached out to him. It's like, hey, Jag, what's up? You know, how's the family? Blah, blah, blah. And then he actually asked about me. And Jag just very proudly told him, yeah, she's still around. She's the guild leader. And he just immediately stopped talking to Jag. Um, all this to say that these things happen. They happen all the time to men and women. And it needs to stop. I mean, my story is just one example. Again, very, very mild um, compared to what women in the gaming community and everywhere deal with. And the fear of telling their stories, fear of not being believed, fear of being bullied, fear of social hate, of being ostracized, abused again even. The mental, emotional... (laughs) And even physical toll of bottling up these stories, of not getting help, of not getting to safety. It's something I wouldn't wish on anyone. And by not listening, we let it continue. In the stories that came out, in in these cases, and there were others that, not all of them, but sometimes there's other people that knew that these were taking place. And they protected the accused, and they allowed it to happen. You know, someone someone who, people who use their power and influence to take advantage of someone who is vulnerable. And people turned a blind eye and they allowed it to continue. And it's, I'm, I'm losing the words. It's just, it's horrible. And to brush off these actions, it just continues a cycle. It just adds to the systematic problem. Another, I don't know what it is about 2020 systematic problems, but they're all coming up this year and it's exhausting. I, I was lucky that I had people who listened to me and believed me. And not every victim has that. And it needs to change. These things need to be exposed. They need to be brought to the light. Because if anything's going to change, like people have to be a part of that change. We have to be part of that change. So it's important that we listen. It's important that we believe that we keep these women's, all of these victims, safe. To stand with them, to support them in their bravery. People need to learn that these horrendous actions are not acceptable. People need to learn what the word consent actually means. These conversations are upsetting. They're, they're so exhausting. They're uncomfortable. They're heavy. But it's important to discuss it instead of sweeping it under the rug. So that's what we're going to do. Obviously, we're not going to sit here and talk about every single accusation that's been brought forward in the gaming community in and out of Warcraft because it's a very long spreadsheet with a lot of links and a lot of... a lot. (laughs) But we do want to talk about a couple of the ones that actually pertain to the Warcraft community. Um, So Toasty, do you want to get into that a bit? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, there are a couple that took place specifically within the WoW community. The most high-profile one being uh, Josh from Method. Uh, He had multiple people come forward with accusations against him. Uh, Along with that, in the the Method crew was Sasha, one of the co-CEOs. Um, another another prominent figure within the WoW community came forward and and told her story regarding him. Uh, add to that was Swifty. You may know him as 
like uh, a pretty prominent P uh, WoW PvP -er, uh and streamer, and um, Marconin, uh, who was a uh, was a figure within within our little community here, and I, uh, there's there's just so much. Like I I don't have. I don't have. I, it feels like I don't have the right words to express how deeply upsetting all of this was. I mean, you know, statistically that stuff like this is going. It has happened, just based on what we know of the world. You always want to imagine that your little circle, your your little community, or your little corner of the internet's immune to it. But the unfortunate part is that it's not. And as Ali said, it's something that we need to that we need to be more open about talking about and more accepting when we're hearing everybody come forward with their stories. Because putting these people in, putting the victims in the positions they were in, should is never acceptable. And oh man, as Ali said, we just need to. We need to be better to each other. And... And not... Put these victims in the situations that they've been in. Where they're afraid to come out about stuff like this. Because... Part of... Part of why some of these things... Went on for so long. And happened so frequently. Is because of... Uh, their positions within the community and people uh, felt as though that their positions would have meant something negative for them and you know that's just one of the many reasons why some why some victims are not willing to come forward and we need to we need to make sure that the environment that we're in allows for them to be to feel comfortable in doing so. And thankfully, um, all these people coming forward and all the all the support that people have been showing them has made many more people more willing to come forward with their stories of abuse. And I, I, I'm. I'm 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 at a loss for words at this point. Uh, Frasley, uh, do you have anything you'd like to say on this? I've seen different su suggestions for like discords, guilds, on things that, we, that 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 they should look into. That each each community should look at how what what policies do you have in place for this? I I, I heard like one take out the person that has been accused and take them out of, out of the community until you can investigate get them out of the place i another one is like if you if you see something speak up in in your organization have a clear board of who is in leadership who does what that way if someone comes forward they know that they're not going to be giving their this information to the person that they are accusing but that they're giving to somebody who can act who will not just brush it aside there's a lot of things i've seen and definitely people said be open be listening and if you see something speak up because I, I saw one where, where the people had not seen it, 
until somebody brought it forward to the the people in that guild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's been a couple cases of that, and I think the reality is people like this are like can hide pretty easily, and unless somebody's willing to speak up about anything they've seen, that beca- that kind of behavior can continue going on for a little bit, and we need to. We need to foster an environment where that's not, where, where that's not possible, you know, by by introducing some of these policies within your guild or your community or whatever, even in your little friend circle. Like, don't be afraid to call out this kind of behavior. This this kind of behavior is inappropriate, and and shouldn't be allowed to continue. Now, I'm not saying, you know, friendly flirting and whatever isn't allowed. Of course that's going to be allowed. But you need to be aware of the boundaries that are being set by other people, and you need to respect those boundaries. And in these stories, people have said that it's... They would say no, and the person would keep going. When people say no, stop. Yes. And I think that's for everybody. Stop. Like all it takes is listening to, uh, to avoid minor cases of this. Obviously, in the more serious cases, um, saying no might not be enough. But the, the very minor cases can easily be stopped by by open communication and be and the the willingness to respect other people's boundaries. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of this comes down to respect, you know, respect for each other, respect for not, not just with this particular case. But I mean, we're, we're, we're nearing the end of pride month, respect for people and their life choices. Yeah. You know, if they're not hurting anyone else, like just let them be them. You be you like respect for each other. Like I don't, for some people, that idea of respect is really hard and that, that makes me sad and that needs to change. We all want respect, you know, and if everyone could just start respecting each other better, it would be a good thing. <laughs> and, you know, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky in that, like I said, like I, I had guys who listened and, and respected me and they still do. I mean, hell I went, I ended up going to Canada to see some of them, you know, and I am lucky that now, like I, within the wow community within the wow content creator community. I also feel very fortunate that I do have a lot of guys who, who show me that respect and yeah, we do a lot of not, not safe for work joking, but it's very mutual, <laughs> but you know, like if, if one of the, if anything were to go over the line and I were to say it like in a heartbeat, like they would stop, mm-hmm. you know, if I, if I were to get into, if I were to go to BlizzCon and, something were to happen and I would need help. I have so many people I can call and they'd be there in a heartbeat. And I, I, I am very lucky in that. And I feel like more of us need to be that person for others to be, to be there for others, to, su- to support them and help them through life, you know, everything. And I've seen a theme in some of the stories, um, people in, in leadership 
they're, they're, they're streamers, YouTube people, podcast hosts, guild officers, anybody. If, if, if be careful with your power and look at is are people giving in to your demands because of your, of your power I, and, and just be very careful with the power and influence that everyone has. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it may not be your intent for, no. for that to be the case, but, the, but you've got to get a, get a look at it from somebody else's perspective. I like some, some of the, some of the people who have been accused were in very real positions of power and had, and could have had very real impacts on their, like on their business lives. And like that's that's something they're going to take into consideration when they, with, with how they're acting towards you. And 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 I, and I some mentioned like validation and 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 they want validation from the from 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 the leadership. Leaders have a very important role and a very a very important responsibility. It's, I'm going I'm to quote Spider Man: "With great power comes great responsibility," and it, and it's not not to trivialize it it really is one i think we should all hold to heart oh absolutely i feel like we've said our piece at this point respect people listen to anybody who speaks out and have something in place for if something like this happens within your group whether it be a small group of friends or a larger organization so something needs to be in place for how to approach this and how to deal with this um, Medros, would, do you have any other thoughts on this? I, I do. Um, so the, the first thing I want to say, um, I know that some people who listen to the show, uh, also were listeners of WoW Radio. And an accusation came out today against a former host at WoW Radio. Um much as others have said about others accused on this, um, my first thought was, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, the person accused was Emperor. Um, he had a fan base when he entered WoW Radio. Uh, he kept going long after WoW Radio, and uh, to know that this was going on very possibly the entire time I was at Well Radio, uh, or maybe not with the person who who made the claim, but perhaps other people, uh, because there have other been other people stated as having gone through similar things with Emperor. Um, makes me angry when when people give you their time as a content creator. Whether your platform is a uh, podcast or YouTube or Twitch, you, they're entrusting you with their energy, their time, their loyalty. You need to respect that and understand that that does give you power. It is easy to say... Oh, I'm just, I'm just nothing. I'm no big deal. Um, I've said that same thing myself. Yeah, I've been going for a long time, but like, I have no power. Like, Scott Johnson has more power than I do. But 
that is shirking responsibility that has been given to you. That is ignoring what you have as a content creator. And I think that anybody who has abused the power they've been given and done things like what's been accused and I, I'm the kind of person when I see an accusation like this, I want to read the story out of respect to the victim out of respect to the accused. I want to know what happened. I want to see what's been shared because it took a lot for that person to come forward and, and tell their story. And I did, I did for the, for a few. And then it just became hard. There are so many accusations against people that I have heard of, that I have watched, that I have met in person. I think most of us have met Mark Conan in person at BlizzCon's past. I mean, he was a he was a fairly well known podcaster and and a very well known figure in the community. So to to know that somebody that that we've all met has done things that that are unbecoming at 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 best if you, if you look at the the brightest side of the story are not becoming of a content creator um and at worst are abusive that is heartbreaking um, so I will simply say that I thank those who've come forward with their stories. And I would like to say that if you have a story about a content creator, you should come forward and tell it. If you can. You don't have to. It can be hard. It can be very, very hard to do that. But doing so helps the next potential victim to hopefully not be a victim. To inform those who are in that person's circle that they could be a problem. So, um, to content creators out there, again, I don't care what your platform is. I don't care if you have five subs on YouTube or 5,000 subs on Twitch. Be respectful and mindful of your audience, on your community, and of the power that they've given you. And treat those you interact with with the most respect you can. Because it's just being a decent person to do so. So that's really all I have to say. Um, just respect, like you guys said, respect your community, respect the people who have given you their time and be good. That's all I can say. Thank you very much, Metros. Uh, we're, we're going to end this conversation here for uh, those of you who w wish to look at 
different documentation that will support you in uh, in times like this, or if you've encountered such abuse, Frasley was nice enough to provide us with a compilation of various links and resources that you can access. We'll be putting a link to that in the show notes on the post, uh, so that will be available to all of our listeners. Alright, well let's move on to our next topic then. Uh, you guys may remember, you know, a few weeks ago, we were really excited for a big Shadowlands reveal, and we, we had a question of the week, and we were looking forward to it, and then it finished. It just didn't happen. For very uh, good reason. The, the world got busy with more important things at that time, and we now have a new date, uh, July 8th. Uh, so we're talking... A week this for this coming Tuesday. So after you hear this episode, but before you hear the next episode, there will be the big Shadowlands reveal stream. I'm excited for whatever they're going to announce. And I'm curious to see what they're gonna say. I am also curious and excited, but not so but not so curious and not so excited that I'm going to theme the question of the week after it, because I've learned my lesson. Yeah, and <laughs> I would say, because I've seen some speculation on Twitter, with this being the first work-from-home expansion, I would temper the, like, it being anything soon but i think if we're gonna get more information on different things we're gonna get clarification on things that we've been that, that people have been asking i just i've heard people say oh it's gonna be like beta or is it gonna be like the the release date i'm like i don't think so i could be totally wrong i've been wrong in the past i mean i was right for mechanomes but i could be totally wrong you're right for mechanomes eventually ah that's true you've got to rub it in come on <laughs> <laughs> i had to put it out please, there please see the wrong clock is still right twice a day Exactly. That that 9.0 rise and never gone, 10.0 rise and never gone, 11.0 rise and never gone. Uh, you know, I, I was going to mention this during the pre-show, but I thought it'd be funnier to mention it now. The I, When I was younger, the, the phrase, a broken clock is right twice a day thing always confused me because... I didn't associate that phrase with a bro- with a clock that just stopped working. I associated it with a clock that was either running fast or running slow. So, like... In my head, like, how is it right twice a day? Like, and how is it a guaranteed thing? And I didn't even think about the fact that the clock was just straight up not working. So, that's on me. Anyway, that was a funny story. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, young Toasty. How, how just, foolish you were. Just young Toasty. This was like... Oh, no, wait, that was a while ago. That was like 15 years ago. I was trying to give you some respect there, man. No, no. Some, some leeway. I will not take the respect when it's not earned. <laughs> all right, then. Now, one thing I, 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 I do want to ask, because I think all of us here have been through Alpha. I would say Alpha's not ready yet. I mean, like, I, don't, I, I don't even see a beta soon, because it, it, a lot of it's there, but we're still missing like in-game stuff. We're still missing music in some places. I mean, there's a lot of things that don't feel there yet. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. I mean, there, there's, there's been a... There's been a big focus lately in the alpha on some of the littler things, like we've, like as we mentioned earlier, there's a bunch of different new customization options in Shadowlands. But that, that's like, that's not a huge thing. I mean, obviously, 
there was a lot of work put into it and all that other stuff, but I mean, we don't have uh, the, what are they called? The, the um, not the covenants, like the the dudes that follow your soulbinds. We don't have a lot of those in yet. We've got sprinklings of it, especially I think with uh, with Bast with the with the uh, Bastion Covenant, the Kyrian. We got some of the info there, but even then, that's not there's not a lot there. Um, we've got data mines of legendary effects and all that other stuff, and but nothing nothing substantial there, and even like the. Even Torghast, I mean, we've got a bunch of the, we got a bunch of mechanics there in terms of the anima powers and you know how Torghast works and all that other stuff. But to my knowledge, anyway, the crafting system within Torghast hasn't like, like we're not seeing a lot of that yet. So yeah, there's there is still a substantial amount of things that are missing, and ah. Uh, like the beta content would pretty much just be leveling through the zones, and I mean, not not there's not nothing. Yeah, not to say that there's not value in having a larger amount of people go through that process, but um, it does still feel like there's a decent chunk of stuff that's, and specifically systems that aren't there yet, that would that. Would make for a robust for a more robust beta experience. And I don't want Shadowlands coming out too soon because I I enjoyed BFA, but it had areas that were definitely yeah. I mean, I mean, like, and and I think if especially with this being the first work from home expansion, I don't, they don't have their 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 typical roadmaps. I think having as much time to test things out for Shadowlands will do it good, and also will, will, will do good for people building it back up the the credibility and wow. Absolutely. I mean, the reality is they've they've got until Q4 2020 to release that. And I believe that's when they said it was going to be released. Um, like I w it wouldn't surprise me to see a release in December. Honestly, yeah. It, it it absolutely wouldn't because I mean and I think it, it, it wouldn't be too bad because it, it would one it would give people time to do it but it would also make it be kind of a fun thing to do over holiday break. Yeah, and we we could take that we could take that time that that, that normally that time where you normally taking a bunch of time off raiding and all that, and instead we're just going to be leveling through Shadowlands and experiencing all the content there and leveling up whatever we need to level up to get to get into raiding a month later. So, I, do I don't want them to release this over holidays. I would get no playing in because family. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is true. And do they celebrate holidays in Shadowlands? Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm just. I'm I just considered that. I'm right now. I'm just imagining Wintervale decorations in uh, Revendreth. And oh yes. That that amuses me so much. Is, is your tree all burnt out and stuff? Excellent. <laughs> oh, I kind I kind of really want that now. Just keep. I do too. <laughs> I I also like the Grinch. What will I wear? <laughs> I love it. 
But I mean, yeah, as we said, there's there's numerous things they could talk about in uh, in this reveal. Uh, I'm kind of in the camp with Frasley at this point. Um, I wouldn't expect a release date at any rate. I'm, I'm less so in the camp with Frasley when it comes to the beta. I think maybe they'll give a date that's that's like not right away. Like they're not going to say, oh, by the way, beta is opening up today. And we're sending out invites now. But they'll give... They'll, they'll put a... They'll maybe, they'll maybe put a beta date for a couple weeks to a month out. But I don't think they're going to open up the beta on this day. What, what, do, you, what do you guys think? I think we're going to get a release date and a beta date. And... Something unexpected. I could see that unexpected because it, it is being hyped up enough. The the one thing I'm disappointed on on this is I've enjoyed having other voices on these things, and I'm 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 a little disappointed that they didn't bring somebody else in because I like the atmosphere and the flow between some of the the, the other ones. Like it feels a little less a little less guarded, but also like a little less like. Like we are talking to the community, but that the community is talking with the 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 devs. Yeah, there's been a uh, as we've mentioned a couple of times. There's been a. It feels like with this testing experience compared to BFA, anyway, the 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 lines of communication are a little wider open than they have been previously. And it's it's good to see changes to some of these things based on the feedback they're getting from the alpha. So hopefully that continues. Yeah, I I, I mean I, I think Des Mephisto is the reason why they had a single minded fury. I, I mean I, I, I have to, I think we have him him to thank for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm 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 happy to have another option for gearing up for raids and all that. Don't get me wrong. Like, single-minded fury will not be my go-to. But it's nice to have that option. You don't want the, 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 like, I heard it described to me, like, it's, think of, think of the, the one-handed daggers. Think of the speed. You got the damage and that speed. And I've got the need for speed. See, like, that's cool and all that. And I appreciate that on my other characters that I dual wield on. Spoiler, for any character that I can dual wield on, I will, I straight up just do dual wielding. Oh, that's right. You are your meat shield. Okay, I, I I get it. You want that that sword and board? No, no. I, the 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 reason that I rolled a fury warrior back in the day was because of Titan's grip. Like for me, it boiled down to: Do I want Titan's grip or do I want Blade Storm? And I okay. went with Titan's grip because who doesn't like the idea of just holding two giant screw off weapons and smashing people in the face with it? That that, that is true. That is true. Um, so that so that that's been my rationale for sticking with Titan's grip, no matter what. Like if it's not if it's not if it's not optimal, I, it doesn't really matter to me because I'm not pushing high end stuff. I just want I just want my two giant weapons. So I'm 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 not gonna lie. I actually for just funsies funsies, I rolled a warrior in Shadowlands. They're a lot of fun. See. Yes. I might have to make a warrior because that was pretty awesome. 
<laughs> you know what? Then, then, then what we need to do is we just need to have an episode where it's just you, me, and Toasty, and we just do another all warriors cast. <laughs> I would be the noob, though. Well, I, I mean, yeah, oh, true. Okay. I mean, maybe Medros, you, you'd roll a warrior, right? No. Oh, okay. come on. You can tank and show Toasty how it's done. Rude. Oh. I know how to tank. <laughs> No, I'm not doing it. What you do, you tell Madros that the show is canceled that week, and then we show up, and and then Ghostosti, you do the editing, so then you can release it and not have him know. Madros, you didn't hear that. Uh, yeah. See, here's the here's the thing though. Med Medros does the actual release of the show. Oh, Phooey! Oh, wild again. Sorry, man. You fell short again. Oh. Ah. Anyway. Let's let's get back to some of the other news topics that we've got coming up. Um, one cool thing that's going to make a lot of people happy, specifically those of you who fell behind after you got your cloak to fifteen with the Malefic cores, you can now purchase Malefic cores from Mother for the for the tiny sum of two thousand Echoes of Nihilotha. Nice. Yeah. So you no longer have to kill Nazoth on normal or higher, and you don't have to clear your uh, visions. Just just use 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 your echoes. I'm sure a bunch of you have them stockpiled, but probably to buy corruptions. Kind of wish that it was a different currency that was already available to us. Dumb question, because I I mean obviously I know what echoes and Nihilotha are. How do you acquire these things? I mean I I, I fully know fully know yeah yeah. So echoes and Nihilotha are acquired uh, through doing various bits of end game content for this patch so you get the, you can get them from completing visions you can get them from you have a chance of getting them from certain bosses uh, I believe if you clear a uh, if you clear an LFR wing you get some as well and also with the different uh, legion and uh, legion the uh, assaults rather. You'll get them from that. There's a bunch of different ways you can go about getting these echoes. Okay, that's actually a a, 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 a very good way to to do it, and uh, and I'm glad that they're adding more ways to to catch up. So, so can I do LFR without a cloak? Everything but Carapace and Nazoth. Damn it! Wait, wait, <laughs> Madras, you don't have a cloak. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. See, Frasley, yeah. uh, remember um, Medros's disdain for a certain Draconoid oh, character? You mean for... Okay, I, I, I get it, I get it. Yeah. Rathion? Come on. I was trying to obey the rules. I, You're I mean, better than me, then. I was, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a co-host, so I, I, I can't break the rules. <laughs> I, I want to come back. I want to come back. I like being here. Yeah, so... He has yet to get the cloak. He's doing pretty much whatever content he can without doing it. Which, admittedly, there's a lot of stuff you can do without the cloak, so it's fine. But don't you like seeing the eye pop up when you just randomly and like standing in it? I mean, it, 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 it's kind of nice. I, I I like that there's somebody always watching me. I I like it except when it takes up most of the spot where I can stand on a boss fight, and it's in a oh. burn phase. That's, Good point. Good point. It's less than ideal. I just want to make sure that Ally does has job security, so I I I want to make sure Aww. I take a little bit of damage. See, thanks, buddy. Raiding with me is enough job security for Ally. 
<laughs> You've got a point, buddy. Yeah, 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 Testy, you got a point there. I, I'm, I see when I pop recklessness with as a warrior, um, I embody that in my playstyle as being a meat shield. I, see, I, I, I'm sucking up the maid, maid roast. See, I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, go ahead, go ahead and grab your malefic cores from Mother. You can level up your your corrupt your corruption resistance and hopefully um, use and hopefully you'll be able to use some of those corruptions. You can also buy from Mother. You're going to be getting a lot of stuff from Mother. Basically, is what I'm saying. Mother knows best. Anyway, let's move on to a. Uh, well, this is another. It's another controversy, but a less serious controversy. Um, with um, a comic that we saw recently. So yeah, yes. Um, so the the son of the the wolf comic. There are two versions of this comic, and it, it is it is coming to, to light that there is a a version where the final words are are removed. I, I I'm 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 looking at it right now the the light will triumph over the shadow this day, but then on the other comic it just says let it begin. Yeah, which has some interesting implications, um, with the the whole light and shadow thing. We've seen some dialogue within Shadowlands referencing the light and shadow. And like, I don't want to get into spoilers too much, so we'll leave it at that. But there are people predictably not happy about this. They're viewing it as a retcon, which, like, let's be real, it is. Um, but I mean, I can't. Reading, reading the article, I can't be too mad at it. Right, Fraz? I mean, there's they, they make some really good points with, in this Wowhead article here. Yeah, and I kind of like that it's that it seemed to be more nuanced and that that it's not just the good and evil. And I mean, I mean and that it's I like that it's that, that we may be getting a more fleshed out storyline. And because one like one thing that I, I've seen people is, is, is they're tired of like the Garage 2.0. I mean, and, and, and the simplified storylines. I I'm I'm hoping Shadowlands is bringing in more stuff and, and, and a lot of things that make you really think. And plus, it's job security for for lore podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yes, there. yes, that's true. Hey, Manny. Hey, Jen. <laughs> hey, hey, Allie. <laughs> well, I mean, like the um, the, like I said, there are people mad about the Redcon, and you know. Wowhead makes some good points there. There, that video writing writing lore for an MMO can't be easy because that story's got to constantly evolve. Oh yeah, and you're you're building off of an old a a, a very old uh, a story base that's gone through many different hands, and it's like you may have an idea of where you want it to go. Mm-hmm. And clearly, they've found another direction they they would like to go in. And it's not a huge like. Don't get me wrong; the implications are huge, but they took out one line. And the removal of the one line changed a whole bunch of 
things and has people has a lot of people speculating as to what this could mean. It could mean nothing. We don't know. But I mean, removing that, removing a phrase like that probably means something. Let's be real here. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of interesting too because I mean later on this Wallhead article talks about how originally Zakan. He has a name, people. He's not just Zabby Boy. His name is Zakan. Originally, Zakan was not meant to be an important character. But because the community just fell in love with him, which I get because he's awesome, they made him more important. We saw a different side of the light in Legion with how the Naru interacted with Illidan. And we kind of saw that Maybe the light's not always good, you know? And so one of my many, many thoughts with this is that maybe they saw the community's reaction to what happened with Illidan and the Naru, and maybe they're making this change because of that. I don't, I don't know. It's just a thought I had. Yeah, and we, we we've seen it with like the the yeah the Magar and like I've always had a suspicion since then on the light, and I would love if there was, if there was something about this that it was even even more, more more nuanced because. I like that 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 Horn Lions is not just one good one bad that there's that there's many shades of gray and and I would love to see that same with with the light and shadow. Would you call it morally gray? <laughs> I would. I was trying I not to do too like many. To know why are you hating on my light man? No, no. So, I'm just y- saying y- that you very clearly you just said that you want the light to be. You know, why are you hating on me, Matt? Okay. Why? Now, how about this? What about what about light? We could, we we could use it as something that we talked about earlier. The light has the power to be used for good or bad, and it's how you use the light. And maybe maybe this is opening up the thing we as. Warriors of the light have a responsibility to be good stewards of the light. I mean, we've hmm. seen we've seen an example in game of the light not being used in the greatest of ways. Anybody who's played through the Maghar orcs introductory oh, yeah. introduction line, I still need to do that. Like, yeah, it's I, so I, good. I, I haven't so done hard. it either, but like, like we know that the Maghar fled alternate Draenor because Urel kind of went a little crazy. That's so disappointing. I just want. I just want. Like I, I've heard that that's what's happened. I haven't played it through myself, but I'm so disappointed that that's what she did. Just, just saying. Yeah. Like with anything, like being like she, she took it a little too far and went all fanatic with it and took it down some. I don't want to say dark places because it's the light. She took it down some bad. She she went down a bad path with it, and we we we. It's a very clear example of the light not always being a good thing. And, yeah. and it's very much, as Frasley said, kind of in theme with how WoW treats the different factions. Not, 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 none is inherently good, none is inherently bad. It's just... It, they've got different motivations, and... It's how the it's it's the method and how they deal with those motivations that are good or bad, and uh, and it's not it's not always going to be skewed towards one or the other. The Alliance and Horde are responsible for multiple atrocities, but they've there's also been a bunch of good that's cu- that they've done as a faction as well. So 
I mean, the the s'mores and Tilter Soul are actually pretty good. <laughs> oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Sorry. Sadly. My goodness. I am by the alliance. I just if could only, not resist. If only there was an emote in audio for a fatal. Oh, wait, there is. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm interested to see why this change was made. Obviously, we won't know for a little bit because this comic is supposed to take place in the future. So, I mean, that was always one thing that kind of concerned me when they put this comic out and we saw that ending. Like, this is taking place in the future. They've got a very, they were very clearly defining a path for them. And what happens if they change their mind? And clearly, something's changed. But can't wait to see where that change will take us. Indeed. So speaking of the future, we got a bit of a glimpse into the future with some more alpha stuff, right, Allie? Oh man, did we ever. So this recent build for the alpha brought us a lot of things, actually. So I'm not going to go over every single one, obviously. Um, apparently we got a Kael'thas voiceover which I'm not going to read, but it's a little, little spoilery. I have not read it myself. I'm a little, a little worried too. We also got the new Shadowlands intro experience. Again, I have not done it myself, but I did watch someone stream it and my jaw was basically on the floor the entire time. So I'm hoping before I move this weekend to actually do it myself because, oh man, things happen and wow. Um... <laughs> We apparently got some other stuff, such as um, some some spoiler things I'm not going to get into. But we did get a new Ashbringer model, which looks very cool. Really quick, Medros, have you looked at this Ashbringer model? I, I have seen it, yes. I'm going to put it... That's not... Nope, that's not at all what I'm going to put in the chat right there. Hold on. I was going to put it in chat and be like, look at me! And then... um. My copy-paste did not uh, work at all. Thank you, Windows. So we're going to try this again, where we go like this and add to uh, Toasty's editing time. So we're going to put that image in the chat right now, just so everyone can see it, because I think it looks really, really cool. Yeah, that's a great model. Yeah. Yeah. That's very exciting. So it, that's, that, it looks like a very yeah. a, a very Shadowlands version of Ashenbringer, yeah. Right? Yeah, basically. See, I, I will have the to light... creep an Ashbringer when I go there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, I, I got a question for you then, Majors. How can the Ashbringer be looking all like death and stuff like that and it's be part of the light? I mean, because see? The, it, it, adapted to, it, it, it adapted to the <sighs> place it was. Uh, okay, okay. Like you, you can't have something of the light being in the Shadowlands for years and be affected by it. It has no access to light. There's no light there. Because like I've I've got a magnet that I that I made from my parents as a kid, and it's all yellow because it's been on the in the sun. Sorry, but absence of light. Have you been to Bastion? It is freaking bright there. Oh, it, it is. is. It is. But I still have a dark feeling about Bastion. I I I don't know what because there's something we don't... going on there. I feel you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we also got a lot, and I mean a lot. Of customizations, which is very, very exciting. We also got obviously more, some more class changes, got some Shadow Priest changes, which I need to go play with because I'm happy about Devouring Plague being back. 
And we got some more, you know, updates on things. And they're starting to kind of look at some legendary effects and possibly look at some legendary powers. So there's some great stuff. We're starting to get more details about battle pets. And we're starting to get more loading screens. So, which I actually saw the ones for Mist of Tyrannoscythe and the other side, which were really cool looking. So it's it's just really nice to see this coming along and to get to kind of play around with what they're working on. And man, these customizations are just, they're so good, guys. They're can, so good. Can we talk I, I, about the burn customizations for Night Elves? Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, oh. it's, they did such a great job making the face of the Night Elves. Like, I, I didn't actually see if this, the rest of the body too, and maybe you can tell me Toasty, but like, I know, like, I saw one where it's just, like, on the cheek, and it's just, it opens up so many, like, there are some people who were sitting there in chat, or in, you know, comments and whatnot, saying, like, oh, it's so ugly, why would you do that, blah, 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 but, like, everyone else was just so excited for just the chance to RP that their character was there, and yeah. to, to allow people to do that is just, it's so cool, so cool. Because that's one thing that I, I I love is I've been hearing from some people in the RP community about everything is making them like get, get excited like I, even the the ability to make void elves and night elves and blood elves be look like high elves in RP is exciting for them. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they're they, they're catering to a bunch of different playstyles, and they've got to give people and they've got to give something to everybody, and this is very much a shout out to that RP community. Yeah. Sorry, Medros, you were uh, going to say something there. Uh, yes, uh, Ali. Uh, I I feel like uh, that particular name of that particular dungeon is something we're going to hear you say a lot in the next several yes. months. Uh, slash you years. Say, you have to say it like a troll too, because troll troll accents are so much fun. So you have to say it like that. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can pull the that other off. side, man. Go to say it like that. I can't. I can't pull that off. I'm bad at. I can do one accent, and it's a Filipino accent, and that is not <laughs> represented in. in um, wow, isn't that just y you speaking though? Yes. I mean, I don't have a Filipino accent now. I'm not a native Filipino speaker. But I mean, I, heritage-wise, I mean, it's just you're talking like you always would have talked if you were there instead of here. <clears throat> Oh no, there's a there's a very specific Filipino accent that I'm not going to subject people to right now. <laughs> and uh, um, Dazzler Dorn's asking in chat about do you think the ray tracing and features and, and challenges will be worth it? And I, I will say, I think looking at the giant NVIDIA RTX banners at BlizzCon, I think Blizzard would like people to, and NVIDIA would like to say yes, it would absolutely be worth it. But I don't really know. I mean, it, it's do you like shinies? Do you like spending a lot of money for a card when? There's also, I've been hearing a, a even better NVIDIA card coming out potentially soon. Well, not soon, but in the future. Yeah, unfortunately, Dazzledorn, I can't comment too much on that either. I've got a 1060, so... Same. Um, the ray tracing may not be as good on... Well, may not, may not. It's probably not as good as as what it could be with, like, one of the 2080s or the 20... You know, the Supers or whatever. But... I don't know, like, uh, if if visuals are something that's important to you, uh, some of the previews that I've seen with the ray tracing and all that look really good. Yeah. Uh, you just may be sacrificing some performance for that, depending on everything. 
Oh no, I can just see it now in raid. I'm sorry, I wiped. It was lagging out and I was seeing the the, the, the glows coming in and my computer couldn't handle it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that would happen. I can see that happening. <laughs> I had to make it look pretty. I just, wa I, I, just, I just wanted to make everything look good for the screenshot. I forgot to change it back. I'm sorry. That's why your logs are down this week. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons my logs are down that week. I, I'm usually low on the DPS logs, but I, I'm a gnome. <laughs> but you know one thing, though. There are also people that that are... Sometimes at, when we are high-level characters, we could also be a guide to lower-level characters. And there is something interesting. It's currently only in the strings, but it's, it's, it's encouraging and interesting that they have potentially added guides for new players. Yeah, that's a really cool feature that I'm sure a lot of us can uh, probably say that we would have appreciated back in the day so that maybe yeah. um, you didn't run into your future guildmates while wearing spirit mail as a level 12 warrior. Not that that happened to me or anything like that. Hey, man, I was recruited to work at Raw Radio after having just finished a ter turn as a paladin wearing leather. Come on, man. Well, it was back in the like, classic days, wasn't it? Well, vanilla, but beta, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. Gotta be able to move in that leather. I mean, the, the leather's nice. Plus, you gotta think about that stealth disadvantage that you're gonna have while... Oh, wait, that's the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's it's really cool I mean it looks like it's just based on some of the strings it's something that you're gonna opt into and you can just stop so say you feel like doing a good deed for the month or whatever like I'm gonna log in on the Saturday when a bunch of people are playing the game and like become a guide help people out a little bit and yeah I maybe not be a piece of garbage I I ran into a new player while I was out questing them in the Twilight Highlands, and it's, it's kind of cool hearing they're like they've been asking questions, and we've and I've been chatting back and forth, and it's it's cool to hear somebody. And plus, they also have great puns, so it was like it was a win-win. I, I help them with different things, and they give me puns. Sounds like a fantastic situation. You need no <laughs> yes. further puns, sir. You need no further puns. <laughs> I need encouragement. No, no, you don't. You do not need encouragement <laughs> at all. Never again. So, so would you say that, that, that puns bug you the same way that the next news story has a ton, ton of bugs? That's a bit of a stretch. But, I mean, you're used to that by, by as being a gnome, you know, so. <laughs> so speaking of that next news story, we've got some exciting news for the people who listen to the show and play Classic. As, as we've talked about in the previous weeks, they've been doing some stress testing related to the opening of Ankaraj. Uh As we all know by now, uh, there are many infamous stories of how well it went back in the day. <laughs> but I am happy to share with everybody that on July 28th, if you hadn't experienced it before, you can experience it then. So... On July 28th, Phase 5 will officially arrive to Classic WoW, and with that, the Scepter of Shifting Sands quest and the war effort will be available. World server down. 
From what I understand, the, um, the the stress tests went pretty well, just based on some of the feedback I've seen. Nothing catastrophic, anyway. Um, I, for one, am looking forward to watching it from afar on somebody's Twitch stream. I too will watch yeah. it on the stream instead of in person because I have been there once. I don't need to go back. So I found somebody posting a picture of what it looked like during the uh, stress. I'm posting this in, in chat. This actually was from our our, our friend Des, Des Mephisto, uh, a fellow warrior, and this is what they <laughs> said that a friend sent them. Yeah, that that's that's that, that looks appears about right. to be quite correct. Yeah, I, I can vouch that is that's that's right. Looks like abstract art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, that's right. I'm gonna get that printed <laughs> and hung on a wall. <laughs> I've I've heard that there's a picture of like the the, the, the a, of a shirt of one of those uh like like the, the most awful insane rates. Well awful UIs and insane rage where like like you can't see anything. And and apparently there's a shirt about that somewhere. Oh, right? like, oh yes there is. I almost bought that shirt. I definitely see some Karaji textures in there. Frasley, I will find that shirt again and uh, send that to you. It's an amazing shirt. I'm going to get it. Uh, so, yeah, definitely send it to me, and it, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Work of art. All, all those terrible UIs back in the day. Oh, man. I look at some, I look at some videos from back in the day, like, how, how did you play? Because, I mean, on top of, like, 40 man raids and all the raid frames filling up like you gotta worry about different ranks of different spells being available on your bars at all times like there's maybe 10% of viewable screen sometimes it's like wow someone was saying with, with the unpurging of stuff that we may have to uh, possibly look into like bartender and stuff like that because it's gonna get a little crazy I, I'm definitely noticing that on the warrior I'm running out of buttons yeah especially with slam back and, it, and it's I'm having trouble working slam into into the rotation, and I haven't found a place where it feels right to be using it yet. Oh, and have you done slam and Torghast, where you get the ability that every time you you destroy one of the phylacteries, the slam increases your? It's so good. I, it's I had like so one good. that was like is either forty two hundred or twenty four hundred percent increased slam. Yeah, and of course I used it on a Marat <laughs> on <Obviously>. accident. <laughs> What 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 is this creature you're talking about? I've never heard of that. In in uh, in, in Torghast, one of the one of the anima powers lets you increase your slam every time you destroy a phylactery, and I I you can get to an insane number after like getting so many of these anima powers, and at one point I built up enough slam that I think it was twenty four hundred percent increased slam, and I'm and wow. I was like, this is gonna go on the boss, I and what about. I do, I misclick. And destroy the Malrat. Oh, I see. See, Frasley, what Bedros is doing here is playing his whole thing where he denies ever having run Torghast and having a lot of fun doing it. Torghast would be up because you don't have to be, be with any other players. You can just go through it on your own. Torghast would be your 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 jam, Bedros. It is, and he knows it. He knows it. because oh. <laughs> you, it's not a raid. It's not a dungeon. It's it, it, it's a it's a single player experience that you can bring friends with you I don't you don't about. have to 
Okay, yeah, just keep, I'm gonna. I, I I forgot to tweet it out last week. I am actually tweeting it out tonight. I will tweet out that. Oh, and, and Telluride <laughs> is saying he is right because Telluride saw me use slam. I used slam on Marat six times. I am very bad at misclicking. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, right now in Alpha, slam is in a, on a part of my bar that I can't hit easily because I don't know when to work it in my rotation yet. So when I'm hitting slam, it is very intentional. So hopefully I won't run into that problem. But anyway, sure you don't. But so anyway, we've got, we've got <laughs> phase five of AQ coming out July 28th. So, so prepare yourselves. And if you don't feel like, or if you aren't able to participate in that because you're not playing classic or you don't have a classic character to level 60, go check it out on Twitch. I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Many clippable moments, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but that wraps us up for news this week. So, as usual, our second sponsor are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today we're going to take a look at the second book in the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series with The Sea of Monsters. Let's have a listen. Silence, except for the rain. Grover took a deep breath. Maybe the thing was gone. Then lightning flashed. The entire front of the store exploded, and a monstrous voice bellowed, Mine! I sat bolt upright, shivering in my bed. There was no storm, no monster. Morning sunlight filtered through my bedroom window, I thought I saw a shadow flicker across the glass. A human-like shape. But then there was a knock on my bedroom door. My mom called, Percy, you're going to be late. And the shadow at the window disappeared. It must have been my imagination. A fifth-story window with a rickety old fire escape. There couldn't have been anyone out there. So, once again, that was book two in the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series with Percy Jackson and the, Siri and the Sea of Monsters, written by Rick Riordan and narrated by Jesse Bernstein. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week from last week was, with all these character customization options being added in Shadowlands, what kind of character customization would you like to see come next? Since I wasn't here last week, I'm going to say tattoos. Just, I know some of these classes are getting tattoos. I just, I want more. I just, I want more. <laughs> you want more AK? What? Huh? What? You want more, you want more AK? Yeah. So, Xandar says... All the hair colors. Syrup KOC says, I want a chunky sizer? Question mark. <laughs> I don't think that it's a good term to something that will let me have a dad bod night elf. <laughs> I love it. Can the dad jokes be included with that? Obviously. No. For you, Frasley, yes. 
Don't encourage him, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Hunter 67 says, well, not necessarily a character one, but I want to be able to have each character be able to name their mounts and display the name like you can with battle and hunter pets. Also give everyone a basic backpack they can flag on or off in place of a cloak. A new lobby character with a backpack before the find where they where they find a cloak would be so cool. So uh, then Frasley put this to ink, but I'm going to go to far to far left field. But I would love to see dies because yes. like, they had that in Final Fantasy fourteen Guild Wars. It's so cool. And they I have it in Destiny too, and I just I loved it. And There's so many hard. games that have pulled off dies. I'm so upset that WoW hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Even oh. D3 has dies. So sad. But though, there is a song too about dying. I mean, it, it's like dumb ways to die. I, oh, wait, wait. That, that, that's the wrong time to die. Fresh. <laughs> and Cardfrex says 30 foot tall Volpira. You know, that actually would be pretty cool. That sounds like I a remember- world boss. There's a way to do it in the game. Um, I I remember when I was on the RP server, Warmaster Court. I walked around sometimes in like Stormwind, and you'd have these like giant Norman people like <laughs> casting slash GL and be like, "We are here" and stuff like that. And and like they were like 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 I they were tall. I mean, I was a gnome, of course, so maybe I'm just thinking differently. But it was they were <laughs> ginormous. Hey, hey Dosi, why don't you read the Dazzler's answer from from chat? Yeah, sure. So Desidorn from chat says, I would like to be able to select different kinds of glasses. Does everyone in WoW have 2020 vision? Yes! Yes, we need glasses! Because I, I know we have goggles, but glasses, come on! Because. Absolutely. And also monocles. <laughs> yes. My. my Actually, there is a monocle in game already. My mule has it. Oh. Yes, there is, yes. Is, is it a customization that. Uh, Transmog, or is it just. It's a, a white item. Um, oh, I want to transmog white items. I really do. Yeah. Let's see what it... Noble's monocle. That's okay. what it is. I I, okay. I I sought that out for my mule because I wanted my mule. My mule's a monopoly guy, by the way. He, he looks <laughs> has this, the, the diamond tip cane and everything. We might need a screenshot, Medros. Yes, absolutely. Perhaps <laughs> after the show. Okay. But while we or wait next for that, you're not here. I can look at chat. I got mobile data. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we eagerly await Medros to upload that screenshot, I mean, the yes, X will be after the show, but whatever. Let's talk about our question of the week for next week, which is, are you planning on being a participant in the AQ events or a casual observer? And why? Um, I think I already summed up my views on that. I'm going to be a viewer because I don't have a level 60 character in Classic. Yeah, when Classic came out, one of the things I was honestly excited for was that I wanted to be 60 by the time AQ came out so I could actually be a part of it and participate in it. And then life just got really, really, really busy. So my Classic characters aren't 60 and AQ came out quicker than I was anticipating. So this is where we are. I'm probably going to find someone's stream and watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way because I wanted to be in Classic and I have two Classic characters. They're still like level 24, 26. So yeah, I mean, uh, unless I want to try to get up to Silophus by doing like those death runs 
and then be obliterated once I walk in there. I'm just gonna watch the streams. I do remember getting like the red snapper and stuff like that. <laughs> the old uh, ox horn. <laughs> red snapper. Yeah, get the I love red that one. Snapper. <laughs> but but how will you ever know that the world server is down, guys, if you don't go there yourselves? Oh, just look on Twitter. It's gonna be out there. The forums are gonna be out there. They're gonna be all talking about how Blizzard Blizzard failed again. So we'll we'll, we'll hear about it, and then you, you you'll have a story to talk about on all things Azra. <laughs> Maybe we'll see if we want to talk about it. Because you know the world server's down. If the world server's down, can anybody hear it? Hmm. Good question. That's a good place to end the show, eh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, time for shoutouts then. Uh, my shoutout will be the end. So, Frasley, we'll let you go first. So, I I want to give a shoutout to my uh, friend uh, Pete, who two weekends ago did a race for for, for good, and they raised three thousand dollars for special effects, which is a charity that helps people with with disabilities being able to like play games and then work on peripherals. And they were only going in for like a seven hundred euro. No, no, not Euro Pound. I get those confused. But 700 Pound goal. They end up raising 3,000. They get the wow. person who, who voiced uh, Eggman on there during one of the days. Uh, and Pete got to shave his head. And I just, I love that the, the, the community came along. It was fun to watch. And stuff like that gives me hope in the world that there are good people. And that there are people that are looking out for everybody. And I think we need more of that. And and, and I, 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 I should say, like, Pete had he never felt like he had a huge platform and look at it look, look at what he did and, and anybody out there if you want to do something don't look at y your size just just do it absolutely good, good for Pete man that, that's fantastic Allie how about you can I have multiples uh, yes and I will also <laughs> allow you one uh, anti shout out uh, if you choose Anti-shout-out. To your mortgage people. Oh, yes, an anti-shout-out to my mortgage people who caused me to have a breakdown, and then a few days later my husband to have a breakdown, and has taken up so much of our time to try to fix our mess-up. But in the end, they waived some of our closing costs and stuff to make up for it, so at least it's something. Um, so, that's a thing. <laughs> Otherwise, I want to give a shout out to you guys for uh, giving a voice and having the difficult conversation. I want to give a shout out to every single person who came in chat because we had so many here tonight and I love the conversation going on during that time. In general chat, you guys are all wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. And I might have to make my husband listen to this episode, but a shout out to my husband who has just worked so hard and tirelessly and has been the main point of contact between our realtor and the stupid lenders and uh, has worked really hard to make sure all this goes through and then we have a new home. So um, a shout out to him because I'd probably be uh, in a straight jacket right now <laughs> if that was my job. So, So yes. you're saying your husband doesn't listen to the show normally? He does once in a while but he also okay. like doesn't always like his little audiobooks and stuff he listens to, and yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of podcasts he listens to. I understand. Once in a while, once in a while. Josie, 
Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna echo the shout out for everybody who's kind of put their stories out there and willing to kind of expose themselves, and that's that's never an easy thing to do. And I'm glad they were able to do it. Um, and to, to all the people who are listening to them, that's an important thing as well. <clears throat> I'd also like to shout out Fan because it's his birthday today. Happy Hello! birthday, Fan! Happy birthday! Though he's not here to hear it, and by the time he hears this, it'll be too late. So this is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Okay, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's your attempt at saying done very quickly. All right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and my shout out is going to be to our audience uh, for uh, your actions. You're listening to the stories of those who need to be listened to, and. Uh, also to Madeline Roof for a really awesome interview that I cannot wait for you guys to hear. Oh, so good. It's so good. And on that note, uh, we are going to wrap up the show. So let's get into our outro here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next time. In the meantime, take care. Happy hunting. And, well, we'll see you on the other side of more Alpha. And welcome to the Slam. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020. <laughs>